Hello and welcome to The Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. On today's half an hour episode, we are going to have a packed with healthcare marketing, or shall I say healthcare social media marketing tips for all of you out there that want to um, properly market your healthcare organizations, practices, what have you, on social media sites like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We are going to kick it off with talking about some of the mistakes that people make um, as healthcare organizations marketing their businesses on social media marketing. And then we're going to take it through to talking about one of my favorite social media sites for healthcare organizations, LinkedIn, and five ways that you can really effectively market your healthcare business on LinkedIn. So we have a healthcare marketing bonanza today on The Social Media Chef, and we're going to start it right after this really, really, really quick break. I'll see you on the other side of the break on The Social Media Chef. work in the medical or healthcare field? No matter where you look, companies are using social media to further their business, asking you to like them, follow them, or find them there. The medical field is no exception. Marketing and sales in the healthcare field can be challenging, and if you've ever wondered what it would be like to be in multiple places at the same time, we have the answer, social media. Whether your potential patient, family member, or referral source is next door or across the country, Social media has no limits and can find the audience that you want. Utilizing a company that can optimize your professional pages on social media will allow you to get your name in front of your target market and develop closer relationships within your community, build trust, increase visibility, and lead clients to your website or front door. Our team will create a custom social media marketing campaign for you, paying special attention to the nuances that make medical marketing unique. Visit our website, www.gohealthcaremarketing.com, for more information and link to our multiple social media channels there. All right, and we're back. It's me, Chris Tompkins, the social media chef, uh, welcoming you back after that really quick break. Uh, if you are listening to the show for the first time, I want to give you a big hug and welcome you to the show. Um, <laughs> I'm a loving host. I'm very, very giving. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really happy that you're listening in, and I hope that you get a lot out of our show. If um, you don't know that much about our show, we come out live every single week on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 30 minutes packed with online marketing, social media marketing, and uh, cooking tips. On this week's episode, we're actually going to take a break from the cooking segment just because there is so much information that I want to get out to you um, healthcare marketers out there to really help you take advantage of the social media wave. Um, if you want to connect with us in social media or follow me or connect with me on social media, uh, please connect with me on Twitter at The Social Chef where we talk about a mixture of online marketing and cooking, which is exactly what we do every week here. And you can check our website, which is servedfreshmedia.com. By going to the website, you'll see all the topics that we're covering on today's show in blog form. Also, there's videos, there's downloads, and you can click through to get our exclusive and free of charge iPhone application, which you can also open on your iPads 
um, no matter what generation you got, you can open it. Um, and it's one click away from being on your phone. And it has all of our past shows. It has our blog posts all in real time. So you constantly get information just right to your phone so you don't even have to go to our website. So there you go. Loads of downloads and stuff on the site as well. So, you know, check it out. And please comment and share anything that you think is useful to any members of your social media network. Okay, so healthcare social media marketing. One of the things that we do um, with at my firm, Go Media, is we have a branch called Go Healthcare Marketing. And the reason why we, we actually built this a few years back is that uh, we found that one of the things that in the, in, in the world of social media marketing, one, uh, one sector, I think, that wasn't really getting the attention that it deserves, or really wasn't actually, I think better said, not taking advantage of social media marketing as part of their marketing strategy was the healthcare organizations. Now, totally understand why that's the case. Uh, when, with social media, you have to talk, and it, you, there's there's a level of transparency that's needed. Well, in, in the in, uh, obviously in the United States, and also in England and Europe, and all of all over the world, every country has their own rules and regulations uh, about patient privacy. Um, you know, we have you know there's there's just lots of rules and regulations and red tape. So I understand why um, healthcare organizations would be one of the last markets to really jump on the social media bandwagon. Uh, you know, for example, there was about three or four years ago when I when I just had started um, Go Media International, my um, social media firm, we would speak with healthcare organizations that were totally into it. The healthcare, the marketing managers were just totally in. They had read everything online. They had talk, spoke with us. They really enjoyed it. But they had to go through so many different steps to really get things going, such as the social media proposal, social media um, bylaws and, you know, a social media policy. And the problem is when you have to deal with all that sort of thing, it, it you know, there's a lot of, it takes some time. Let's just be honest. So now it seems that everything has changed and there's lots of healthcare organizations that are actually able to really jump into the social media marketing world. So what I wanted to go through in the first two segments of the show, because I think it's going to spill over, so I don't want to really rush through this. I want to actually take the time to go through this with you guys so that you can understand it. Now, everything that I'm going to be speaking is is geared specifically to healthcare organizations, but please understand, anyone that is not involved with a healthcare organization, there's lots of great information here that you can glean from this conversation as well. So I really urge you not to turn off just because you think it's going to be healthcare only this show. It, there are lots of really great information that is timeless for anybody in any company, small, large, or whatever your target market is within these within this show today. So let's kick it off. The first thing I really wanted to go through was the um, six healthcare social media mistakes and how to avoid them. Now, these are mistakes that not only healthcare organizations make, but because this is the topic of today's show, I really wanted to gear this towards you know the healthcare organizations and the healthcare marketers out there. Because um, I think that one of the most challenging things as a healthcare marketer that you have to go through is now social media, while you might have been keeping up with it, now that if you're ready to move, you really have to dive into the knowledge. And there's so much, so much information out there. And this actually, this is just triggering me to, to tell you about next, next week's show. We're going to be talking about social media overload and how to deal with it. So if you if you are feeling overloaded, Make sure to listen to next week's show, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you are getting ready 
to go into the social media world, it's it's good to have some straight talk as to what mistakes are generally made. Now, one of the things I say to everybody, no matter if they are a healthcare marketer or if they are a Fortune 500 marketer, um, a Fortune 500 company marketer, it, you have to plan before you enter into this arena. Don't just go in and just just run through all these sites and start um, setting up all these profiles and blah, blah, blah. You need to understand how they work to the best of your ability because there is a learning curve that's involved with actually working on these sites. But you need to know the playing field before you jump in. So the number one mistake I think a lot of people make is that they have the lack of research on the social media um, that they want to work on. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, whatever. Before you go into any sort of social media marketing campaign, you really have to understand the playing field. Like I said already, you need to go into these sites and you need to take a look at them. You need to see what your competitors are doing. You need to think about how you speak to people um, via your website and your blog if you have one or your um, brochures or even in person. What's the tone and the position? Because you can actually get this and string this through your entire social media marketing campaign. Again, social media marketing is not the golden egg. It is the oil that makes your marketing wheel move faster. And it and it's actually acts as the glue that holds lots of different floating elements together in your marketing plan. So make sure that you're going in and seeing what the capabilities are for you on Facebook. Make sure you see the different applications and the different things that are available at the moment. So before you jump in, you can say, okay, I'm going to need these pictures, I'm going to need this code, I'm going to need this information. So you can put it all together and then really come up with a cohesive first step on, on the social media sites. Otherwise, you're going to waste time and you're going to waste resources. Okay, so that's the number one mistake that I want to go on to. I'm getting the high sign that I need to go to a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about more social media marketing mistakes. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The River Fund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org. All right, we're back, and we're jumping right back into the conversation. So thanks for sticking with me on The Social Media Chef. It's me, Chris Tompkins. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, at The Social Chef, or at my personal account, 
at Chris Go Media, which is C-H-R-I-S-G-O-M-E-D-I-A. Okay, the first mistake is um, on social media marketing for healthcare organizations is lack of research on the different social media sites. The second one that go just jump right in is the lack of focus. When you execute an advertising campaign, you know who you're targeting, right? So when you do a public relations campaign, you know what market you're trying to reach out to. When you do an email marketing campaign, okay, we get the point, Chris, all right? So social media is no different. Don't think that just because social media is new, social media has all of these little tips and tricks and tactics. Don't throw your marketing knowledge out the door, folks. This is extremely important. If you know how to position your brand, you know how to get the messaging together for your brand, you know how to create these beautiful, engaging um, email blasts, this is exactly what social media is. So you really have to get that focus that you have outside of social media and bring it in. You know, you have a company voice, you have a brand voice, you have an organizational voice. Bring that voice to your social media conversation. So really, um, really think about how you want to target your market with those messages. So again, the second mistake is lack of focus. And what I mean is there'll be people that sign up for a Facebook account. You have a hospital that does a Facebook page. And um, it's just uh, come to our come to our hospital, come to our hospital, come to our hospital. <laughs> it's you know it's it's there's no story, there's no um, there's no anything to engage with. So you have to think about uh, what you what you need to say to your market to get them to interact with you. So it's part of the planning process before you get in. So just be aware you have to have a focus with your marketing. Also, the lack of consistency is our number three mistake that uh, many healthcare organizations make. Um, if you go to, for example, I don't know if you're in the Arizona area, I don't know, pop in um, a city that's local to you and the local area hospital. See how they're doing on social media. And I would venture a guess that probably if you have six hospitals, five of them are not doing anything on a consistent basis. Now, a consistent basis does not mean 25 times per day. It means that you can look at it and come up with some sort, you can look at how they're interacting on social media and see some sort of pattern. So a consistent pattern might be once a day, once every two days. Um, I think that that's pretty good for a Facebook page type mentality or Twitter every single day, or maybe they're doing three tweets um, on Twitter every day. But what's not consistent is 25 tweets on Monday and nothing until Sunday where there's five again. So you need to come up with a consistent strategy. Lack of consistency basically pushes you all over the market and then you withdraw. You need to be there every single day to carry on the conversation. Now, the fourth mistake is using a 100% push marketing approach. This is something else that I see quite a lot when I'm dealing with um, healthcare organizations because they're getting new to this type of marketing. So, for example, every single thing that you send to your patients, your um, potential customers as a healthcare organization, uh, you know, healthcare organizations are meant to help. So with that help angle, you really want to wrap all of your marketing messaging that you're pushing out through social media into that angle. If you're constantly talking about how wonderful you are, people are going to find it irritating. And I understand that there's a lot of ego involved in any industry, but there is a nice mixture of that that you can put out in your social media. I usually say uh, an 80 to 90% pull marketing approach and then the remainder into your push, 
which is come to see us, here's our new treatment, um, check out our new product, look at this new service that we're offering, or what have you. If you go and just say that all the time, people are going to turn you off because people fast forward through the advertisements. <laughs> I mean, look at TV shows. Um, you know, I, I honestly do not watch any more advertisements because I have the power to record a show and then fast forward through it. Or even if it's live TV, I can pause it and fast forward. If you think about that in terms of your social media marketing, then what you'll be able to understand is that people can turn you off now. You can't just be in front of them all the time. But if you're in front of them all the time and you're getting their attention by giving them information that is going to enrich their lives and the lives of their children or their elderly uh, grandparents or what have you, I'm telling you, that's when you got them. So 100% smacking them over the head with how great you are is not going to work. Um, mistake number five, wrong goals. Now, this is the number one thing that I think. Well, it's number five, but it's number one. I know it's extremely confusing. Just go with me here. It is a very, very important mistake that I think a lot of people make, especially healthcare organizations, because what they say is, I want more, for example, if you're a local plastic surgeon, okay, I want more people into my practice as clients. That's my goal. If you do that as your only goal, you may miss out on a lot of other opportunities that social media marketing, your, um, your practice, can actually provide. You can actually get media appointments, interview requests, referral sources that want to meet up with you online and you know discuss. Maybe there's another doctor that offers a complimentary service that you work together already with that actually through social media you can develop something even, even more enriching. So I, I just want you not to shut, close down and say, this is my top goal. What I would go for is shoot for top five. You know, I think you've top five goals um, to get out of your social media marketing campaign, not only will it make you have to think, it will require you to think, it will help you have a broader scope in terms of what you can get out. I just don't want you to miss any opportunities. And the number six, oh, this is so, this is so social media chef right here, lack of planning. The biggest mistake is lack of planning. So this uh, it, lack of planning is my ultimate mistake that people make, not only in the healthcare organization, but in other organizations as well. It, you have to have a really cohesive, thought-out social media marketing plan that works with your existing marketing strategy. So you have a strategy and then you have a plan. So your overall marketing strategy has everything that you're going to do, all the events that you have planned, all the, um, the exhibitions you're going to go and have a booth at. You have to have all of that in place. And then you bring the social media and you fold it in, almost like you're mixing a cake batter. You want to fold it all together so that it's cohesive and it makes sense. And then guess what? It's going to stick. But no plan. You're just going to waste loads of time, resources, and maybe even turn off some of your biggest evangelists. Okay, so those are the six social media marketing mistakes that healthcare uh, organizations make. After the break, we're going to talk some LinkedIn on the Social Media Chef. So you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need 
to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads for free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. Okay, we're back. Chris Tonkin, Social Media Chef. We're talking about social media marketing for healthcare organizations. We just went through six mistakes that you can avoid by planning your social media marketing um, plan within your marketing strategy for your healthcare organization. Right now, I wanted to talk about LinkedIn, and I'm going to really try to motor through this because I want to give you a lot of quality packed into this. So let's skip the story and get right into it. I want to talk about the five must-haves that you need for your LinkedIn um, campaign. Now, this is the only thing I'm going to say. Well, it's probably going to be more because you know me. I tend to go on and on because I love what I do, right? So um, LinkedIn is one of those sites that if you are marketing your healthcare organization, you've got to do it. You absolutely got to do it. Why? Because there are uh, basically your market's right there. Um, the, your market's there in terms of patients or end users of whatever you have as a healthcare organization to offer. But also your referral sources are there. Your um, other partners that you could possibly get together with locally, nationally, or internationally to push your brand to the next level. And what better way of building credibility? It, just, I mean, credibility, or even position, you, your spokesperson, your head physician, whatever, as an expert on whatever you do, uh, LinkedIn is that platform. You know, there's a lot of other, there's a lot of talk about Facebook and, and Twitter and, you know, even Pinterest now and Google Plus. And, you know, I say cut through this noise and just understand that LinkedIn is going to be, I would say, a goldmine from a lot of different standpoints. Obviously, for my business, it's a social media marketing company, so anything online is going to be a great source for um, customers or potential customers for me. Um, but I've worked with a lot of different uh, clients from you know from authors to nonprofits to um, mega brands to small local businesses to international services to everything. And I'm telling you, LinkedIn is where a lot of their clients will come from. Not saying Facebook and Twitter and all the rest are a waste of your time, but it's part of the overall strategy. LinkedIn is great for creating experts, and also experts and credibility is what you really want to get online for your for your healthcare organization because you need that trust in order to really grow your market. So with that little soliloquy finished, I wanted to get into the five things that you need to do. The number one, if you are getting onto LinkedIn and you're registering yourself a profile, your spokesperson, your doctors, whatever. Even your company, if you're setting up a company page, you've got to fill out your profile entirely. If it asks you a question, fill it out. Now, if your doctor is in his 60s and he has he has a thousand schools that he's gone to, 
you don't need to go back until he was in preschool, but go to all the higher education uh, institutions because people search by those schools as well. So that will actually help you out in searches. But aside from all that, a full profile looks at you are using LinkedIn, that you are a trusted source on LinkedIn, and you know you can also get loads of testimonials from anybody that will support you and write one about you, your patients, your suppliers, your partners, whatever. So you really want to do that. There's so many people out there, healthcare professionals, that don't put their picture or everything's set to private so you can't read anything. Uh, you know, I think that that's good within reason. You want to keep the things live that you want everyone to see how great you are. And I'm not saying that in a narcissistic way. I'm saying that you need to look impressive. If you are going to be online talking about healthcare, you need to look like an expert. I'm not going to trust someone if I want to ask, if someone's going to be offering me an answer that I look at their profile and they only have their phone number on it or their name or just their company and their web link's broken. That doesn't really get that much credibility in, in my stakes, but I, I'm, I think I'm pretty much the average person in terms of looking for that sort of credibility with a healthcare organization. So you've got to really fill out your profile. The second thing is you've got to join groups. Groups are fantastic ways for you to network both in your, within your niche, within your target market, and within your local, national, whatever market is your target in terms of geographical location. So what I'm saying is don't go in there and you can get you can get up to 50 groups. Um, with 50 groups, you know, you don't have to, if you're a plastic surgeon or you're an ear, nose, and throat specialist, you don't have to get into 50 ear, nose, and throat specialist groups. Say you're an ear, nose, and throat specialist that is in New York City. There's a lot of members of your target market that are going to be in networking groups in New York City networking. So you go in, you search for New York City networking, and about 15, 20, 30, 40 plus turn up. Those could actually be great places for you to go in and network with people. You know, you might find the patients there, the referral sources, the uh, just a lot of different things. So use the groups. You can really get the most out of them if you just really get in there and use the groups to the best of your ability. Um, and, you know, you'll be surprised at the contacts that you'll actually get out of the back of it. Another thing that you need to do is you need to use the answers and questions section. Now, you can find that on LinkedIn, and you can ask questions, and you can also answer questions within your specific area. This is a really, really wonderful way of, you know, showing your expertise and helping other people to see who you are, check out your specialties, and get more visibility on LinkedIn. I usually say, you know, come up with a certain number of answers and a certain number of questions that you want to do per week, and then see what you can handle, and then do it on a consistent basis. Again, this is going to be wonderful in terms of building your profile. The next thing I would suggest is four, you got to reply. This is an active social medium. So if you're getting you're getting uh you know uh people sending you messages, you have to reply to them. You know, they might not be 100% targeted to you, but still just saying anything would be great. Even, you know, thanks this isn't exactly for me, but I really appreciate you reaching out. All the best, Dr. Moore. You know, you have to do something like that. You don't just delete them. You don't just ignore them. That's a bad practice. If someone invites you to connect, you have to send them a message saying, thank you. What can I help you with? This is social. You can't just go out there and put all of your stuff out there and then think, ah, this is enough. Everyone's going to start talking to me. You've got to converse with these people. Starting a discussion in a group that you never comment on is not a good practice. You have to get in there. You have to discuss. And number five, 
you must bring your profile alive with testimonials and applications. I mentioned testimonials before. Testimonials are absolutely key. LinkedIn also offers uh, a few number, uh, like I think there's about six or seven different applications that you can put onto your profile. You can import your blog. You can put your Amazon reading list. There's lots of different things that can actually help build your profile. So check those out. And those are five things that I really suggest that you do to really get the most out of LinkedIn. And that's just for starters. There's many more, but I think those five will help you get started. All right, we'll be back and talk about next week's show after the break on the social media show. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today on The Social Media Chef. Again, I'm sorry I went so fast, but I get so passionate that I hope you got everything about healthcare marketing and how to really get the most out of social media for your organization. On next week's show, we are going to be talking about social media overload. We're also going to talk about your website. You know, I think we need to have an intervention. So join us next week on The Social Media Chef, and we'll talk about those topics and much, much more. And tweet me at The Social Chef or at Crisco Media. Until next week, have a wonderful, wonderful week.